What's up? Welcome back to the Buck Pusters. I'm Boba with all my co-hosts. Ah! Woo! This ah. week's big topic, we're doing our top most disliked players in the NHL. You could have just said top disliked players, but Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll start off with, you know, catch up on some stuff that happened throughout the week. Like we You know what do. happened this week? A lot of hockey. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hockey. You know what happened last night? First Otters game back in there in 564 Woo! days, boys. Overtime winner... Oh on God. a penalty shot. 16.4 seconds left. I thought it was 17. Brandon Sellers. It, right, it was like le- less than 20 seconds yeah. left of overtime, man. Dude, Cause, I would say like the energy in the, in the oh arena last God. night was comparable to a few years ago. Game. Well, comparable to a few years ago in the overtime winner for the, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Like and that, there was only one. It wasn't a solid moment. Six thousand out yeah. of like the eighty-five hundred our arena can fit. Yeah, yeah. It was a good amount of people there. Oh guys. yeah, dude. Um, I remember we freaked. We out. were all that, as soon as as soon as he got Brendan Sellen got tripped. The arm went to the center ice and just yeah. Everybody's going absolutely ballistic. And well, because it's so rare that you see a penalty shot in overtime. It's oh yeah. So rare. And then to win off of it is yeah. another thing. Like all the well, all- and it was funny because I could almost kind of tell that the puck was going in. Because he faked their goalie out. Oh. He faked, Sag- faked Saginaw's he goalie out. He faked... What was his name? Oki? Yeah, Oki. <laughs> well, he faked him out. And as soon as I saw him drop into the butterfly, I'm like, he's going to dangle it right around him. And sure as shit, he swings it right around and backhands it. Did you see it. his post-game interview? Yeah, I see. No. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty hysterical. Yeah. You got to watch it after. Can you guys know the last time there's a penalty shot in OT in the area? No. When? 2007. Really? Really? Wow. 2007. Who was it? Was it was it eerie, was it an eerie player? It was an eerie player. I forget who it is. I, I got to look it up later. But like. So that's 14, 14, years, 14 years ago. Yeah. May of 2007. Wow. Holy hell! Like I'll I'll be honest with you guys. I wasn't expecting the penalty shot. I saw the arm go up, and I'm like, cool. We're gonna have a power play, and we're gonna go into a four on three and OT. Up into center. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw him take the puck out the center. And the crowd just started erupting, and I was like, and then it hit me about 10 seconds later, I was like, holy shit, it's a penalty shot, not a power play. We, were, we all were, yo, let's go, Brandon. Brandon Sellen, man, with the game winner. Oh, oh my God, that was so clutch. And we got a lot back, of, back looks, and it's going to be, br- features me bright and airy, man, a lot of bright oh, faces, yeah. Elias Cohen oh, looking yeah. They played good last night, I mean. And it was funny because you and I were kind of talking about it before the game, we kind of called it that it was going to be a tight game. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Today, today they got back to us, and you know it was definitely rough seeing it. Otters had four penalties in the first period. It was that what, hurt f- them. It was what five three Saginaw. Yeah, five this afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of the Otters with their celebrating their twenty fifth anniversary, they wore their anniversary jerseys last night. What it? Because they have chrome, chrome jerk um helmets. Chrome helmets. Chrome Dude, chrome they helmets. look so How good. Do you guys like oh I feel like God. on any other one of our jerseys, they would not look well. I feel like but they may have had a chance at the gold jerseys. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I think with these silver jerseys. Oh, yeah. oh my God, they look it, so good. And I said the same thing, like, take the LA Kings and tint their helmets black and put that sleek shine on there. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even say that. Just do, like, I would even go as far as saying doing, like, matte black. Yeah. On the helmets and or having even, silver stripes down no, the center. No, no, it would even be better. Penguins, black and gold like the Steelers helmet with that sleek shine. They'd have Ooh. the black and the yellow stripe down the middle and the real shiny. That would be fucking badass. That would, that, that would look cool. This is a potential future episode idea. Just come up with like helmet concepts or jersey yeah, concepts. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Potentially. 
we'll, we'll see how, how this plays out. But Yeah. So, so nice to have hockey back in hand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 564 it's days. 500. It's nice Something to just... Like that. It's nice to just... I thought it was 594. It was 594. 594 days. Almost 600 days. Kind of a fun fact with this weekend series with Saginaw. It was Erie's um, 74th and 75th meeting with them since they're both franchises. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And they're was both... It the, wasn't the last game played of the 1920 season against Saginaw as well? Yep. And we opened the se- open the home open the season with them. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty um, cool. Yeah, and it's just kind of cool with that being a kind of somewhat of a big deal. Saginaw is celebrating their 25th anniversary season this year, and Erie celebrating their 25th. So that kind of kind of cool. They got to do that together. Yeah. For their big seasons. And then I was just like, the, yeah. the for just a home opener, you know, just you know, a professional minor league team. Yeah. Just seeing how Your electric that crowd was. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, just, I mean, who knows? We could have. Brendan Sullen could go on to be the next Connor McDavid. Like we, oh, have no, yeah. we have no clue what's going to happen. I mean, it's still kind of early to tell. I don't know how far he is into his. I think it's Otter's his second. It's his second season. Third, third. third. season. Um, I say I know he's still pretty young. Yeah. I mean, he's. I definitely think he's got a lot of potential to make it into the NHL. I mean, I, I feel like he's going to get drafted almost. No question. Because oh, yeah. right now the I, current, but do I think that he is going to be McDavid level? No, I, mean, I don't think anybody can. But no. like, I'm just saying, like, but I mean, you know, go NHL off, level for sure. He'll definitely yeah. be. I think he'll definitely be somewhere that you could put in the line between, like, you know, a lot, lot of rookies to bring it, great. Be like, a, put him in good. the line, like, put him in the mix between like the to bring it and like Sorelli, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I could even see him going like top twenty in a draft. Maybe even like I could see him potentially second. breaking the first round, but I'd say second round, second, as, early as on, mid to late second round. round, or if not very, very early third. Yeah, because yeah. right now Erie's only current um, roster, the ones that have been either drafted, is Connor Lockhart, and we have yet say, to I see thought... him yet play this year. He was a I think he believed they had him as a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah they had him. They're, they're, yeah, on the Erie roster. They had so him and, well, Hayden Campbell, or Aiden Campbell. Was, he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't sure if Lockhart, I'm pretty sure he's a healthy um, scratch. He's he, but he's so far the only prospect <clears throat> yeah, um, he, with the Canucks. Dude behind him, Nolan Lalonde is looking pretty solid. Yeah, a couple of the four uh, Elias pl- Cohen's looking pretty solid. He played really looking solid. I was actually really impressed Daniel with Nolan Lalonde. I mean, he played he played really well for being a rookie goaltender. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I oh, haven't yeah. seen what's the other guy, Nick Marshall. I think his name I, is. He's only him. had one game so far. I I don't know which one he played. Man. He looked good. I mean, he allowed he allowed what three, three goals, goals on like twenty eight shots, something like That's, that. That's I mean that's not crazy, but it's yeah. it's good. I mean that's yeah. Fifteen year old, like he's fifteen. Fifteen, sixteen. He's young. He's, wow. he's a baby. He's young. He's Holy young. shit! But rookies in that league are can be as young as fourteen. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I mean, look at uh, one of my injuries on there. He's twenty. Well, I forget who he is. He's, he's one of the dude. He's the biggest goddamn fifteen year old I've ever seen. So is Campbell. He, Campbell's only seventeen. He's oh, he's, he's bigger than me. Yeah. Said he, he ran into ran into him in the restroom. He's a big. He's a big boy. <laughs> hey, uh, Cam, Campbell. He has Jeffy's body size, but he's taller than me. And you're Holy what shit. six four? I'm six three. 
Yeah. Keep in mind. So, so he's probably he's, he's, six, he was on four, crutches. So he's kind of six through. six. He he's six six at least. Dude, he's only a couple inches shorter than Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Riley's so. six. What eight? Six seven maybe. I don't Riley's remember. six nine. Burke is six six. Yeah. So oh. he's like Burke's height. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big, big boys. <laughs> and then obviously Hoffman's a big guy too. It's it's literally like almost Colin. I think we have almost like Colin's exact like height and weight. Yeah. But like a lot. No no offense, but a lot more muscle and just. Yeah. Yeah, Tone. I mean that you no, can't even. No, no, but it's man. You can well, even and it's funny because you watch him scooting around the ice with a bunch of like 15, 16 year olds, <laughs> and he comes out here looking like a fucking NHL player. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, nope, he's eighteen. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh no, he's eighteen, but but he turned eighteen four years ago. No, no, no trust me, he's still eighteen. <laughs> That's how he, he's eighteen in dog years. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was when I wrestled in high school. I was a big kid my freshman year of high school, and I had. People looking at me thinking I was a freshman in college, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a freshman in high school. And they're like, Jesus Christ, you're a big kid. And I'm like, yeah. Well, you're just big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry, mean, but you're just big. I bud. mean, my dad is, you know, 6'1 and 265, you know, 25% fat. So. <laughs> Brendan Hoffman, 6'3, 223. So my, my size. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, practically what, in a, he's practically enough of me, minus a couple pounds. You're what? I was going to say, you're what, like two and a quarter? 6'3. Like two two four last time I checked. Wow. So damn, my, I weigh my, more. Damn, I weigh more than you. So, yeah, six three. My my height minus a couple pounds. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, hell, I'm two ninety five. So I'm six one two ninety five, and people ask me why I'm not playing football, and I'm like, that's a great question. So even even just going off of here, just just seeing hockey back back, back to the full swing of things. Back you know. in general. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to Penguins game here 11 days. 11 days. Uh, November yeah. 4th against uh, Philly. We all know what's going to be happening in that game, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Penguins are going to lose to Philly. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, Johnny, you tell them. No. <laughs> Come on. We want Johnny. We want Johnny. No. No. I'm no. Not, damn it. Okay. All right, let's move on to uh, big injuries um, now in the uh, the Pro League, the NHL. So I know, Ethan, this is your thing, so take away, yeah. buddy. So... We have Zach Whitecloud is in week-to-week week with an upper body injury. He is a defenseman for Vegas. He was injured in second period versus Edmonton the other night. Uh, Matt Murray is going on injured on IR. Uh, Chris Kreider tried to score on Murray late in the third period in process. Ania Kreider caught goaltender Matt Murray in the head. Murray will be replaced by Philip Gustafson of... From Belleville of the AHL. Who? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, DJ Smith confirmed Shane Pinto will be out at least one week for an upper body injury. He returned in the second period before leaving after just one shift. That's crazy. Uh, forwards Capo Caco and Ryan Strom of the New York Rangers could come back to action Monday versus the Calgary Flames at, at the Garden. Kako wore a non-contact jersey. He is out on an upper body injury he sustained versus Montreal on October 16th. Strom has been on COVID protocol since October 15th. Uh, John Klingberg of the Dallas Stars expected to play against Columbus on Monday. Uh, he was injured uh, with three minutes... 30 seconds left in the first period in the season opener. He has missed the last four games. Uh, 
for their home opener. Seattle Kraken obviously hosted Vancouver. Very exciting. Very. Uh, so now moving on to a couple of fines. Ryan Getzlaff is fined $1,000 for a dangerous trip versus Minnesota Wild forward Joel Erickson on Saturday, October 23rd. The dangerous trip happened in a minute and 33 seconds of overtime. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers forward Nicholas Abe. I couldn't pronounce it when I was doing research. It's like Abe Kublai or something like that. Was fined $2,687 and 50 cents. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. On Saturday, the 23rd, for kneeing Florida Panthers forward Mason Marchment. Former Uh, area. Sidney Crosby has no target date for returning Crosby practice Friday after missing her previous on-ice sessions. So, how are you guys feeling about that? Well, I'm hoping he's I mean, coming back. I hope he's back by the time we go to, go to the game. Yeah. So maybe maybe that'll be his first game back. That's the rival. Huge. Cross the fingers. Do, his, do the typical Crosby thing and score six points in his game back. You know? Yeah, just because we're on a wooden table. Not jinxing this. Yeah. <laughs> So Max Jones is out four to six months with a torn pectoral muscle. Uh, Jones was injured in a game versus Calgary Flames and will undergo surgery on Wednesday. That's scary. I could not. Now what? Hold on, hold on. What's the thing with getting injured against Calgary? <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that it is like, like the, it seems like there's a trend that's. It's to like go me on. playing chill whenever you guys run like nine goals to one. My goal, <laughs> my goal is to injure. <laughs> So, another, <laughs> Literally uh, kind, of a, kind of a big name right here. Uh, Jack Hughes is currently placed on IR by the New Jersey Devils for dislocated left shoulder. Uh, it, it's bad enough to be put on IR, but yeah. not, not bad enough for to get surgery. surgery. Yeah, yeah, he will be reevaluated in a week. He does not need surgery and has started PT. <laughs> Which that's uh, good. good. That's very Patrick good. Kane is now out on COVID protocol. I think he, that he probably was spent too much time in the elevator beating people. Oh no, that wasn't Patrick Kane. That wasn't Patrick Kane. I'm sorry. In a cab. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, I, I can't remember which Kane we're talking Bobo, about. Here. Again, your spelling is awful. Whatever. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> you want me okay. to finish him? No. <laughs> this is the last one. Oh. So the Seattle Kraken retired number 32 before its first game. Uh. Seattle Kraken CEO. Uh, I couldn't pronounce it. Ta Lueki. Congrat. Congratulated. It, it, Congratulate. It, it, it's pretty much over. Congratulated the crowd before first home opener of their thirty-two thousand ticket deposits, and the significance of being the team's or the league's thirty-second team. It's kind that, of like the, I'm seeing a lot of people that are like pissed off, like oh, so stupid, Dude. what like. You Who spe- cares? Bobo, you spelled graduated. Oops. I say. <laughs> what? And then instead of significance, you said significance. <laughs> what? It's kind of like um, with Minnesota, they retired number I, one yeah. for, for the fans. I get it. I spelled like a seventh like, I think that's so, I think it's so stupid that people are people are getting pissed off that they retired that number. Like, who gives a shit? That's kind of what really I that thought big when of a I, deal. When I was like, like for instance, well, um, my they, son back in his like. Prime. Second or third grade hockey team wore 32 for two shifts. 
Like, that like, should be his number. You should be his name on the... Like, like, shut the hell up. Your son won't even make it to the minors. He's brain dead anyway. It's kind of like Christ. with Vegas. Like, they retired on 58 because of a tragic event that yeah. happened. The 58 just people be- that died in the Vegas shooting. Just before yeah, their like, inaugurals. It's just so stupid, man. You know? Yeah. And people get so I think so you, sh- you should be able to... Re- shit, you should be able to re- it's like not like nobody else in the league can wear the number. One team out of the 32 fucking teams that can wear the goddamn number. Yeah. You're trying to make every episode an ear rape warning, aren't you? Are we doing this again? <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve Daniel Jr. and welcome to the Buckbusters, man. Now your voice isn't squeaky enough. <laughs> he literally... 32 teams! You don't sound yeah. like you do not sound like you have your ball bag. Did you guys watch his most recent episode? Yeah. <laughs> no, seven no, to one no. He does not sound. He does not sound like the cookie dude from Shrek. That's who he sounded like. The, I thought oh, he was a gingerbread man. man. You mean, you mean man. the fucking gingerbread man? Yeah. Yeah. The cookie, the, the cookie I dude. I will forever now know that gingerbread man has the cookie. I couldn't think of the word dude. gingerbread. It's not it's fucking Christmas. Gingerbread guys and gingerbread girls are gonna make a gingerbread <laughs> dude or cookie dudes and cookie dudettes. <laughs> Look, it's not Christmas. My mind isn't focused on gingerbread. I couldn't think of the word. All right? I spell like and a fifth grader and I can't do shit. Leave me alone. And on this note, we're going to commercial break. So, another thing that we just missed out. I think this was actually from tonight's game. Uh, Lucas Raymond, who is a rookie with the... Uh, Red Wings. This is his rookie season with the Red Wings. Uh, had a four-point game tonight. Um, so he got his first career Hattie um, within, I think it was like the middle of the second period, he got his third. Um, the last per and he's under the age of 19. The last person, so to, the last person to do that under the age of 19 was Stevie Y back in 1983. It's crazy. So, and just a big name like that too. And then the last one before that one was the great one, Gordy Howe, or Mr. Hockey, I should say, Gordy Howe, back in 1947. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, history was made tonight. Um, one big thing that I don't think we've, uh, oh, that Eric Charles can come across, uh, the Ottawa Senators have acquired for D- uh, Dylan Gambrel. From the San Jose Sharks in, set, in exchange for a uh, uh, 2022 7th round pick uh, originally acquired from uh, for Christian Jaros. Did so, this just happen? Yeah, this just happened like a half an hour ago. Oh, wow. So it didn't, come, didn't officially come out on NHL yet, but... Oh, wow. But no, yeah. A couple um, other uh, big milestones and other news that happened this week. Uh, Alex Ovechkin <laughs> officially played his 1200th career game. Wow. wow. Which is... That's pretty crazy, man. I mean, he is one of the most forceful players I've ever seen on the ice. Amazing player. Absolutely. Also, uh, Cole Sillinger out of Columbus scored his first career NHL goal, 12th overall pick from Hey, shout Columbus. out to Cole. Congratulations. Um, Connor McDavid scored his 200th NHL goal against the Arizona Coyotes on October 21st. boy McDavid. And um, by Sergei Bobrovsky... For the Panthers, gets his 300th NHL career win against the Bob. The Bob. Bob. The Bob. Sir Officer Bobrovsky. And the other, I think, best news 
We could have gotten a leak. Evander Kane suspended 21 games <coughs> for violating NHL's COVID protocol. I think I'm the one that sent that, and I forgot about it. I'll be totally honest there, with you guys. There's some words I could say, but I'm not going to say on here that you all can probably fill in. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Oh, you know, they say great minds think alike. I've been keeping my eyes out on yeah. a, a website, NHLmilestones.com. Yep. There's a lot of big milestones that could probably happen within this week, you know, within, definitely within the next couple weeks. That will definitely yeah. be pretty big ones. All the in, all That's the injuries I got off NFL.com. If you want to read the NFL. full, N- N- yeah, NFL. I'm sorry, NFL.com. I get all my hockey stats from NFL. No wonder why your stats are all fucked up. I got. You know, my favorite. Wait a second. When did when did Ovechkin get 11 touchdowns? Wait, hold this. Hold on. When did fucking JJ Watt start get his first career goal? No, no wonder why the Coyotes are using NHL.com. So well. I'm sorry. You know who my I favorite player for the Kraken is? DK Metcalf. Anyways, what the fuck ever. <laughs> All right, Ethan, go ahead with your topic. Oh, but uh, so moving into our main topic of the night. Uh, well, we have kind of three, three, three mini topics to make one big one. Yeah. That's what she said. So basically, how we're doing this. Is we have our top disliked players, and we have five sleepers, and we have five dark horse. five dark horse players for well, not only for fantasy, and ones to not, watch. not not only for fantasy, it's but the for the whole NHL in general. So we're we're gonna start off with the top ten most hated, at least our personal top ten most hated. Starting off with Ethan. So buddy. I'm actually gonna start mine off with an honorable mention. And this is somebody that I talked a whole lot of shit on last season. And that we all talked a very copious amount of shit on last season. But I have come to appreciate him as a player. Do you guys want some blue cheese? If you couldn't take the hint, of course, I'm talking about the rat himself, Mr. Brad Marchand. And I'm only saying that he is an honorable mention is because I personally feel like he has definitely cleaned himself up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he still will make a kind of a scummy hit every now and then, but what player? What he, player doesn't? Yeah. I mean, it's I, not. It, he's gotten away from the every game going to the sin bin kind of yeah. thing, and he, that's he's not as often as a dirty player as he used to be. No, he's yeah. actually, in my opinion, as I said, he's become kind of a fairly respectable player and. He he's a rat that has more gray hair than what he used to. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's good, and like I said a few weeks ago, you know, yeah, he'll make a what could be seen as a dirty hit or a nasty hit, but he can always back that shit up. Unlike Tom Wilson, um, so for my other nine hated players, starting from nine all the way to one. I guess I'm willing to bet you guys will be able to guess who my number one is. I think we all have the so, same number one. So my number nine, I said Katy Perry himself, Corey Perry, which is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, after that, I think Colin will agree with me on this one, especially I said Evgeny Kuznetsov. I don't. I I can't <clears throat> smell. I mean, I can't feel the answer, man. <laughs> um, after him, uh, I have PK Saban. Really? Really? You yeah. like Subban? 
I can't stand PK. Really? I absolutely really? detest PK. Really? Yeah. As good of a player as he can be. He's very and cocky. I've noticed. He is an arrogant his, fuck. His, I don't. E- his ego is Now, just... Malcolm, on the other hand, I can tolerate Malcolm. It's PK I have a problem with. But I've had a problem with PK since he was in Nashville. So, um, coming in next, of course, everybody's favorite domestic a domestic abuser, uh, Evander Kane. <laughs> Everybody's uh, favorite gambler. No, I, I thought he was Everybody's favorite gambler. <laughs> uh, another, well, and this is another player. I, it kind of hurt me to put him on the list, and I've come to enjoy him, but a lot of other people don't. So I guess he could also be counted as an honorable mention. I said Claude Giroux as well. There are a lot of people that hate Claude Giroux. I personally don't. Mind him, as I said, he's probably the only he's a flyer. Good he's the only flyer that I actually like. Like he's he's a good player, and you know he's got the years behind him to prove it. Uh, uh, although no cups or rings to back him up, he's a good player. Though. He's a good player. Yes. Um, next, of course, Mister Fucking Shit Stash himself, Austin Matthews. Oh my god, I hate Austin Matthews so fucking much. Though the next one, I know this is gonna piss you guys off. I said Sid. I said Sid. Really? I said Sidney Crosby in number two. I feel like if you're not a Penguins fan, you absolutely demise Sidney Crosby. And it's and okay. So I think it comes from a better part of jealousy. Well, and let me. No, no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that to an extent, yes. The biggest problem that I have with Crosby is that he's a fucking crybaby. Anytime anything he used to, I will give he. Anytime anything didn't go his way, he used to just bitch and fucking moan, and it, I I could not stand that. He, he's done a lot better. He definitely. Oh, he's definitely within, within his for his first he's, five years. Yeah, it's it. He, he's definitely. 2010. Beca- I, I can definitely. Agree. He's definitely become like- a lot more humble. I do have a lot more respect for him. I I said I just. I don't really care for him. He he that, got off he got off in the wrong foot, pretty much. Exactly, um, or got off in the wrong skate. I think people would still call him crap because it's just to this point, he's just been pushed around and bullied so much. He sticks up for himself now. He doesn't take more shit. And people still call him a crybaby. Exactly. He's just tired of people's shit. Well, and I and you know what? I get that and I respect that. But as I said, I'm going from me following Crosby back in like his rookie years, and him just bitching and moaning and just not wanting to go his way it's like dude you're in your first like three years of your contract shut the fuck up you got you're skating with some of the best players in the league and are now sk- currently skating with some of the best players in the league yeah he dude just stop and the thing is he got the honor to play with mario lemieux in his first at least in his first year exactly it's like you are literally getting to grace the ice with literally the one of the greatest players to lace them up um, number two, again, might kind of surprise you. I said Zidane Chara. Wow, fucker. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then you can all take a guess on who my number one is, but yeah, the trash can himself. Yeah, yeah. Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's I don't really even have to prove a point with that. <laughs> all right, kind. Of, I'll kind of give a warning from my for my first couple. I don't necessarily hate them. It's just I don't care for him and just pl- for them pl- again playing against them um, 10 I have number coming number 10 I have Brendan Dillon 
Okay, yeah. yeah. I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. I, I don't mind him if he's on San Jose. Um, Winnipeg. I believe, is it Winnipeg, yeah, sorry. Um, I was I really did not like him on Washington, but he, I, he, I don't mind him now that he's on. Yeah, like I said, like, it was just, I don't mind. Because you don't have to play him. But. Yeah. Um, and then number nine is Matt Martin of the Islanders. Go die here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I forgot. I, I totally forgot about. As that. much as I, I, I spoiler totally. alert, he's on my top ten. I'm not gonna say where he is, but as much as I hate him, that is one of the greatest like uh, NHL Roast. like chirps chirps in the history. Go of dye your hair. God, <laughs> so good. Um, my number eight is um Shane Gossip Gossip hair. Yeah, Spit it out, Jeffy. Come on, really. What is it? Shane Gostis, Gustus Bear, Gustus Bear, Gustus Bear, whatever it's called. I, okay. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I um, pronounce it Gots to be here. That's what it looks like. Gots, Gots to be here, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, you know I'm right. Then I have number seven, Ryan Ellis. Wow. Hmm. Um, and then my number six, Patrick Kane. Um, wow. As a player, I like him. Like, he's a good player, not get me wrong. He's good. It's just his attitude off the ice. Yeah. It's where I really don't. Um, then number five, it's Katy Perry. <laughs> Corey Perry with Tampa. Not to say much. Number four. And then my number four is Evander Kane. As a player, I like them. And it's was lo- about half towards the end of last season is when I really got irritated with them. We called out every bunch of people that I won't get into with, but um, try to get their perspective. And since yeah. they're they are leaders of their individual sports, um, and then number three is Jack Johnson. Wow, you hate him, really? He's just. What about when he was with Pittsburgh? Did you hate him with Pittsburgh? Oh, I hate. Really, like, most of the Penguins fans hated him when even when we I didn't mind he was just, as a he was just in general. I feel like he's just didn't just do god him. awful. Man. He was he's dead weight. Like I feel bad for quite honestly. Remember what second overall pick, third overall pick, and just did not live up to the hype, man. Yeah. And did not live up to anything. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel bad you, for you. You you he, feel he did, you. he did pretty decent with uh, Columbus's first couple years with Columbus, but then just. As soon as he joined Pittsburgh, man, he just didn't do anything. He got, what, close to, what, to think two goals with us for a matter of three years? He didn't do anything, man. And I feel bad for Colorado since they picked him up for a one-year deal. He got one goal in his first game. Yeah. Against Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. Now you can see the normal side yeah. of Jack Johnson. So. Um, number two, it's not really a surprise. It's um, the rat, Brad Marchand. And I, just kind of like Ethan, I, like he's, I can appreciate as a good player, and so he can back it up, like even though he may talk shit on the ice. Talk shit, he, do shit on the ice. It's, but he can back it up. It's not like he's just out there to be a freaking goon. Like he yeah. can go out there and stack bodies while stacking points. And it's yeah. just, mm-hmm. that I can appreciate and I can respect mm-hmm. as far, and that's why I didn't put him on my list because I have learned how to deal with him and I know I've said it last week or whatever week it was, but, you know, the guy does a lot of good off of the ice too. Yeah. So I'm like, 
That's cool. As a, like I can I can respect that. As an individual per off the ice, he's great. Yes, it's just as a as a player. And then I wonder who your number one. And then is. not really yeah. surprised. Number one is Tom Wilson. Yeah. Uh, my top ten, you guys might be kind of surprised. Probably not. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, these are in no particular order because I did one for my stepdad. I, I told these guys already. Uh, from the bottom of the barrel to number five, I have Zdeno Char of Boston, Claude Giroux of Philly, Patrice Bergeron. I was never real a big fan of Patrice Bergeron. Really? 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 Uh, same Man. with pasta. I was never a real big fan of pasta. Those I'll are the two, those those are like the the two Bruins that I actually. The yeah. I was two never, that I like. never really just. I really like Charlie McAvoy. I mean, too. I like him. Don't get me I wrong. I do like that's, Charlie McAvoy. That's why they're at the bottom of my list because I respect them and all. But like there's them. just something I just can't. You you, know. you you like them as people, you like them as hockey players, but when, whenever they go up against your back and goal, yeah, every, every, yeah, si- every single nine out of the ten of players on my list, I respect the hell out of them. Yeah, yeah. oh me too. So, well, except except for one. That's what I said. Nine yeah. out of ten. Uh, <laughs> number six, Austin Matthews. Number five, Katy Perry. Now this one, number four, is for my stepdad. He grew up in Pittsburgh, but he despises Chris Letang. Tanger. Um, he's and a diehard Penguins fan and still he's a diehard Penguins fan. And every time he wa- he watches a Penguins game, I can always hear a murmur. Screaming murmur. something at Latang. I can always hear a murmur. Fucking a Latang. I remember the one night we were watching the game. He opens the door and he's like, "I hate hey, Chris Latang," and then <laughs> slammed the door. And we all kind of looked around. We we're like, "What was that?" Then we turned on. We were wide of the TV and we saw the play and we're like, "Oh." Uh, number three, I have Patty Kane. Number two, the rat, and you guys can all get my number one. Tommy will too. Who's Sidney Crosby? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> two of my honorable mentions have been named. Or one, sorry, two. One of my two, two honorable one, mentions two, have been three. named. Uh, Spit it out. One of, one. Honorable mention, one of my honorable mentions is Patrick Kane. If we would have done this list four or five years ago, he probably would have broken the top three. But yeah. what he has been able to do in this league, with or without Johnny Taze by his side, mm-hmm. he is an absolute phenomenal yes. That's That's why I... I as a player, I really, really like him. Uh, he's not even—he's not even doesn't even bring my time. I just had an honorable mention because I said he used to be one of my most yeah. hated. And another one, give it a couple of years, and he might raise up to the list. I like to call him Cal Coochie Fuck out of oh, Cal Clutterbuck. Cal Clutterbuck. I Cal Clutterbuck. After that, the, the playoff, se- the playoff yeah. series last season, man, he just—he—he's starting to push my buttons a little bit. But uh, number ten, I got Zidane Chara. I mean, I don't—you know—the one I don't hate him as much as I used to. He's he's one again one of those that has really cleaned up his act since ever since he left Boston, but you know it's still still breaks my top ten. Number nine might come as a little bit of a surprise to you guys. Jamie Ben. Wow. I'm not really. I've never been I've never been a big fan of Jamie Ben. I don't I don't hate him as much as the other the other eight on my list, but he. I found it funny that I I've had him the last three years being on fantasy. I kind of I kind of find him. Slightly overrated. I'm, I'm not a big that's, fan of him. That's what I felt, felt about Pasta. That's why I put Pasta on my list. Because he's just that, you know, a little bit, I feel he's a little over. He can prove it. Yeah. One that but... might might not come as too much of a shock, but you might not have thought of him. Brendan Gallagher out of Montreal. Gallagher? I, I barely know her. <laughs> um, again, I don't hate him as much. He's just he, he's just kind of a dirty player. You know, not as dirty as, again, not as, dirty as he used to be, but he's he's yeah. still kind of a piece of shit. Um, number seven, Nazem Kadri. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I've never been a fan. Ever since ever since he was with Toronto, I've been a fan of him. Really? Just, that actually. He's just not. That actually kind of really surprised like him, me. Just, uh, it's something. Just uh, it's fucking name Nazim. Like, uh, God. Uh, number six, uh, 
Philadelphia. 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 Stop being like me. You're not the one with epilepsy here. You can actually Philadelphia speak. Flyer Travis Konecki. I just Konecki. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him. Who? 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 <laughs> You're right. Come on. Spit out. Number five, Matt Martin. Again, based on that playoff series last season. Yeah. You know what? Just go dye your hair. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, we were sitting off camera like one of the greatest chirps in the history of the league. But go dye your oh hair. Oh god, it's hilarious. But I still can't fucking stand him. Uh, number four, former Toronto Maple Leaf, now with Edmonton, Zach Hyman. Again, I'm, I've Hyman. never been. <laughs> Colin, shut this, up. This show used to be somewhat PG. <laughs> dude, when? Some, some when? Way, dude, we just, when? Dude, we just straight up went from PG to X. <laughs> uh, number Ugh. three, uh, another, not, never, not former Toronto, but currently also on Edmonton, Zach Cassian. He's just a little punk, man. He's He thinks he's so much tougher than he actually is. Every time he gets into his fight, he gets his shit rocked that I clap every single fucking time. Um, number two, not surprised, Brad Marchand. Dude, that looks like a fucking thumb. And, uh, number one, I can't say we're shocked. Tom it's, his da- it's his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> number one is his dad. Oh, no. Poor Kyle. His All right. Well, I, I guess I'll finish it off. Uh, I don't have any honorable mentions. Because I, I didn't really... I don't really hate many people. Yeah. yeah. There's... That's kind of with me. There are um, many. But um, my number 10, the big Z himself, yep. Zayno Chara. Uh, number 9, uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of us have said this. Come on, Colin, spit it out. No. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Jack Johnson. Really? Okay. Jack Johansson. De- again, like, like, Je- like Jeffy had said earlier, he's just dead fucking weight. Yeah. It's yeah. no waste of a roster spot. Yeah, pretty much. Is a good way to play. That's it. why well, I was so happy when Pittsburgh bottom out. Bottom well, out. Before <clears> we <throat> before we move on, do you guys see him sticking with his current team, or do you see no. him not getting? No. One, one, see him retiring after this season. Once Johnson shows his true colors, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he only signed a one year deal with. Well, that's Colorado. why I was asking. I was like, after he's done with Colorado, do you see him going with any other team, or do you just see him retiring and just you know dropping the gloves for good? Well, he can't because he's, you know, in debt because of his fucking parents sucking, sucking him dry. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. that. That's why he's continuing to play. It's because his parents practically bankrupt, uh, bankrupted him. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's I why didn't he's know that. I didn't know that. I'll, show, I'll, I'll look it up and share it with you guys later. But, like, his parents practically bankrupted him. Wow. 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 That's crazy. Well, it's either his parents or his uh, grandparents, but either way. Oh, Jesus. That's what you call greedy motherfuckers. Uh, number eight, Matthew Kachuk. Oh, actually, no. Is that Cassian's biggest fan? Actually, no. <laughs> I actually say eight and seven together. Eight is Matthew Kachuk. Seven, seven is, is Brady. Is, is Brady. You don't like Brady. the Kachuk brothers? I, I don't like the Kachuk brothers. Ma- no. Matthew, because, you know, the, the bullshit that's going on between him and Cassian. <laughs> Not saying I like Zach Cassian at all, but, like, just, just the bullshit... That, like, these guys are... I, my argument is that Matthew Kachuk can back it up. Yes. Jack Cassian can. The, either way, the both the Kachuk brothers can't back... Like, can't realistically back their shit up against players, you know, like Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson, Brad Marchand. They can't back their shit up against these top, you know... Goons. The, these top goons. As much as I fuck, I fucking hate some of these players. Like they, they can't back their shit up. Yeah. No. 
They, they're they all bark no I feel I feel like that it can especially be attri- attributed to uh, Brady. I feel like Brady's a cocky little fuck. Yeah. If I had to choose one that I didn't like, I'd say Brady over Matthew. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I would say Brady. Uh, number six for me is the, uh, the cab beater himself, Patrick Kane. He, he was good early years uh, before the allegation, but once the allegation came, he just went downhill. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's fake taxi, not fight taxi. <laughs> uh, number five, I don't I don't think I put it as, him as high as Kyle, but as low as Ethan, the rat himself. Wow. Rat uh, again, like I, I feel like he kind of bumped down a couple notches. Like Ethan said, he can back his shit up. You know, and that's it, and that's why I didn't even put him on my list because, as I said, I've come to be able to respect him to a degree. Yeah, like like he he's been more of an offensive threat versus a penalty box threat. Yeah, and I also just learned this tonight. Did you know that uh, Brad Marchand is as tall as me? Really? Really? Yeah, he's Brad Mar Brad Marchand is six one. Wow! No he, way. He, he, he looks, looks like a short little <laughs> shit compared to. Oh, then again, some of these players are you know like six, six four and up. Yeah. And then yep. you got Chara, <laughs> six no. nine. I had a I had a buddy in middle school, and his eighth grade year was like six seven, and he played hockey. And I always asked him why he played hockey and not basketball, and now I know my answer. Hold on. Oh no, never mind. I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, no, he's five nine. So very close. So he's still Pasta's six foot, and Bergeron is two inches on me. I say he's got about. Or two. he's got an inch on me. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, number four for me, the the athlete singer he is, or she is, or it is, whatever. <laughs> Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Uh, Corey Perry. It's it's sad to see him down in Tampa now. I know, especially since the he's like, not gonna like, last. No, he's not. Nope, hundred percent. And he's... after they lose the finals this year because of Corey Perry, I was gonna say he's gonna <laughs> curse Tampa this year. Uh, number three, y'all can probably guess this. The woman beater himself, Evander Kane. Again, other comments that's not right for the show. <laughs> yeah. And actually, my number two and number one are the same player. Because I hate this player so fucking much! Tom Wilson? Tom Wilson, the garbage can piece of fucking shit that he is! Tom Wilson! You know? Here we go. I, fuck this guy, dude. Come on. Kids, make sure you don't blast your volume. No, be sure you blast your volume. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to lock the right. door. Anyways, it's, well... It's unlocked. While Colin locks himself out, Ethan, what are your sleepers? Oh, so we're doing uh, lookouts and sleepers first? Correct. So, uh, from five to one, and my number five comes with a whole hell of a lot of personal bias, but I don't really care. I said number five is Jamie Drysdale. Okay. Um, yeah. That's. I mean, he is definitely like one of the the top defensemen. And that, then, uh, like prospect. number four, and I know the guy's. I don't know how many seasons in he is, but I know he's still pretty young. I said Mitch Marner, as my yeah. number four. Marner. Shut up! Don't you <laughs> dare say it. I've heard no. God, I hate you. And. No. Top two of my hated players ever, Colin Hurt. <laughs> my, number th- You're welcome. my number three is actually Drysdale's teammate, Trevor Zegras. Yeah. I. Who? 
Shut up. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, I came in with Nick Suzuki. And number one, I, in my opinion, I think it was kind of obvious. But who knows? Cole Caulfield. Yeah. I, I gave Cole Caulfield the number one spot. Well, my list think... is a hell of a lot different than your guys'. This was the Dark Horses, correct? Yeah. No, this, this is, is the Lookouts, the lookouts oh, like sleepers. players to watch. Yeah, okay. sleepers. Um, kind of in his sophomore year, um, um, Alex Lafrenet. Oh, Laffy. Yeah. 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 Laffy Taffy. He's, he's looking more. He's yeah. looking more solid. This, I say he's looking. Yeah, he's looking pretty better good. Than, yeah. He definitely was better in his rookie years. Um, um, then number four, I have Sebastian Ajo of of I say which, Carolina. Which one? Carolina. Yeah. That's why I said okay. Carolina. The one day, yeah, I still can't forget that one day where we were like. Oh, there are two Sebastian Ajos. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have number three with Cole Caulfield. Like he showed it, like how well, impressive, like just in the playoffs. And, like he, we didn't see him much last year. And he's super, super young too, yeah. ain't yeah. he? Like only like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, he's he's a baby. Um. So I feel like he's going to be a good watch out this year. Mm. Um, I and then Brock McGinn of Pittsburgh. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really solid number yeah. two pick. Uh, and then, um, then Spencer Knight of the of Florida. Yeah. So okay. Kinda, I forgot about him. Yeah. He's what goalie. Goaltender. Yeah. 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 My list has a lot of like experienced guys, but I did this kind of off of more research wise. So like. Send it. So for me, I thought he. Would, I thought Jeffy did all five, didn't you? Yeah, I, Jeffy I did, did all five. five. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, okay, guy. yeah, so did I. My number five is Tony D'Angelo, defenseman for the Hurricanes, and he. The reason I say this, he's filling the spot for Dougie Hamilton, who got sent to Jersey. And the downfall. Wait, Dougie Hamilton got sent to Jersey. Yeah, and the downfall. No hold on, the downfall of this is he only signs a one-year contract with Carolina because he got bought out by the Rangers for next season. Yeah. That's why I put him as a sleeper. Because he's going between two teams. That's going to be interesting it to is. see how he That's plays with I the Rangers that. next season. That is. Number four, Linus Allmark, goalie for the Bruins. His first big test with Boston. Last year, he did go with the Sabres with a .912 save percentage, but he wasn't recognized well enough. Yeah. How do you think he's going to do with because Boston? Because he was on the Sabres. Exactly. <laughs> Number he three, got injured I, halfway I, the season. I don't think anybody on the Sabres is good enough. I know. If you're in Buffalo. I know. Well, number three, it's one of your guys' hated, Shane Gossespear. And the reason I said this, because he was very up and down with the Flyers last year, looking like his rookie season. And, you know, it wasn't enough to stay with Philly, and now he has a fresh start with Arizona. Yeah. Will he be the same defenseman that he was with Philly and get traded again? Or will he say, okay, I need concrete foundation, and we're going to get this shit going? Uh, that's going to be really tough with a team it like is. Arizona, though. It because is. Going, looking at this past season, I mean, yeah, this season was kind of fucked up. You know, it being and a, being a shorter season. They were, they were okay, but they were just all over the place. Like it seemed like Arizona was one of the few teams in the league that had like zero consistency. Yeah. But again, the thing is, I think the number one thing that they were missing and are struggling with is a solid de- defense. It is. Yeah. Well, also, look at you know well, two of their top defensemen last year. But know? here's the obviously, thing: obviously, with one of them being gone, the, the only one that's there is Alex Golagoski. Yeah. And with with him being probably their number one D man going into the season. He's ultimately a third pairing if that well, defenseman 
on any other A A grade team. Do you think Wa- that Washington, Pittsburgh? Yeah. You know, do, do, well, not, I'm not gonna say Detroit because they don't really have a good defense, but like no, they don't hey, have a whole lot of good anything. <laughs> Their, their offense is good. It's their just, offense no, is good. They just don't have the defense to back it the, up. Their top, their top goals, sorry, I, I I gotta be more specific. Their top six is good. They yes. Have, they have a good top six. Just behind them, it's ass. It's absolute it's fucking ass. ass. It is. So, so here's a question for you guys. Do you think the addition of this guy onto uh, Arizona, Arizona, do you think it's going to be enough of a defensive push to maybe get them going in a little bit more consistent positive trend? Uh, it, it's a start. It's, well, it's, it's a start. Grant, granted, they, like, it, it's not going to be enough to push them over the hump. Yeah, well, it, I don't, no, 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 no. They're still far, I still think they're far from getting over it, that hump. But will, this is a stepping stone to getting them over it, the hump. It's a foundation. Yes. In all retrospect, it's a foundation. Here's Absolutely. my thought of this. I'm going to go off both of you guys because you both are right. You know, Arizona's definitely one of the bottom barrel teams, but they're one of those teams you cannot underestimate. Yeah. Because that's actually yeah. a because really it's, good it's one of those they're one of those, you know, sleeper dark horse teams, you know, and that's why I kind of wish instead of doing players we did teams because Arizona was going to be one of my teams and that's why I picked him. Because I was like, Arizona, you know, they can be very they're kind of they remind me of Buffalo they, but the, better. Their problem is is they just do not <laughs> and, and, anybody's better than Buffalo. Anybody, anybody's better than Buffalo. <laughs> the reason I say that Dude, is because, f- you know, Buffalo has their consistent games where they win two or three or four in a row, then they and drop then they like lose rocks. 19. <laughs> yes. Now there That's is, the problem is there's no positive consistency with them. Yeah. They have consistency. well no, they don't have consistency really anywhere. Because it's like they'll go win four games, lose five, win six, lose six, win seven. Like they're just all over the goddamn place. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, but, and going off of like what Colin said, they just need a solid defensive foundation. That's really what they need. Which, oh, yeah. what, which, with what they have, yes, it's a step in the right direction. Don't get me wrong. But it's but not it's, nearly going to be enough to get them over that hump. Yeah. Like, okay. like it, it's enough. It's not enough to set off the domino effect. Okay, this is a good foundation. Let's build off these two defensemen. Of yeah. Okay, like th- this is the way well, we, we gotta go. This is what like, they this, could. This, honest, these, these two players aren't the identity of our blue line. But here's the thing: they could. Good. They could kind of build off them, though, if you think about it. Because if you have two solid D-men, they can get a forward who has their same play style. And, you know, say for an example, you take, like, a, you know, I'm going to throw his name out there and you guys are going to say F you. But say, like, a Connor McDavid, a new Connor McDavid comes into the league. These two are playing super well. They throw this new fresh kid on the ice and he gets all these freaking points because he knows the D-men's play style. He's going to be the one off the fa- off the draws, off the runaways, everything to score Cause, points. Because he knows, like, okay, exactly. if, if, I, if I fuck up, at least I have one of these he two guys in the exactly. eyes. Exactly. Back to cover up All right, my let mistake. me finish my last two. My number two, I have Malkin of the Penguins because of his knee surgery. Will he go back to being the point getter that he was with Pittsburgh, or do you think this will slow him down? Uh, yeah. That's going to be... It well, don't and that, when he comes in. It's, it's well, and that also just... Back. And even besides, like, the knee surgery, you just got to factor in age, yeah. too. I mean, he's... That was why I put him. He's getting... Slow. He's, what, 42? 40, no, no, no. He's, like, 37. Yeah. He's 37. Yeah. Yeah. 37? Yeah. I knew he was pushing 40. Yeah. He's getting there, almost. And then my last one, you guys might be surprised. I put Jared McCann, the center of the Kraken, because he's taking the spot of Yanni Gord to start the season. He's going to yeah. be playing with a lot of 
guys who have more skill than him. So he can't be the center of attention like he was with Pittsburgh. He's going to have to look up and say, hey, guys, I need help. What do I do? The center of attention? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. Kyle, I'm proud of you for catching that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but no, I, I, can de- I can definitely agree with Bubble and Jared McCann. He's, yeah. I don't know, if, uh, I personally didn't put him in my top five lookups, but for Seattle specifically, yes. Yeah. Do not underestimate Jared McCann on that on that <laughs> team, man. He's got a lot of talent around him that can definitely feed him a lot of points this season. Uh, I don't know if this guy is even still playing or not, and you guys will probably laugh at me, but another player, well, I guess it could be considered kind of a dark horse-ish player, is Jerome McGinnlaw still, part, no. still playing? No. He retired, I, he retired. Retired, like, what, six years ago? I, I couldn't remember Six, if he uh, was. 14, 15, I couldn't remember if Jerome McGinnlaw was still playing. And moving on to mine, I got Sorry, kind of I a mix of like elite or elite. Uh, can't think of it. veterans because you know with a couple you know still young, young, young up and coming guys. Number five, I really feel like this guy's gonna have a bounce back season. Dallas goaltender Braden Holtby. Okay, I can definitely see yes. him having a rebound, oh, a rebound yeah, season, too. potentially top three goaltender in the league for wins. Um, just you know he's got got a very solid team around him in uh, in Vancouver. He did not have much. With him or behind him, so I definitely see him having a back bounce back. Yeah, season. I because he just was not great with um, Vancouver last season. Just, he was not not at all. I mean, the the and entire was, team was battling COVID the entire season yeah. up until the that very was, end. But um, fourth, I got a, another goaltender that I'm hoping and will think and think is going to have a bounce back season. Freddie Anderson, he's. Another, I, again, another one that I could potentially see being a top three, top five goaltender this season. Yeah. Number three, another veteran that I can see having a bounce back season. So far, he's looking like he's going to Anze Kopitar. Um, he, you know, he's already you know seven eight goals on the season, tied with McDavid. He's off to an amazing start to get that bounce back season that he and LA need. The fact that he's competing with McDavid already this early in the season that's. Number two, I think, what four of the five of us have, have had a penguin so far, Danton Heinen for number two. Like wow. the start he has been off to. Yeah. No, I'm being, here. Okay, no. Danton Heinen. The start. What, the start what position is he? He's playing? a, well, a winger. Yeah. For first line winger right now because of all the injuries. Oh, Might really? be down to second now that Gensel's back, but he's he's had an amazing start. Yeah. This season so far. Oh really? He's had I'm, like, I like saying, three, I'm being genuinely serious. I didn't. I've never even heard he, of this. He's doing. He's off to an amazing. start. Is this like rookie season or? First with the Peng- Penguins, with like fourth or fifth season. Oh, really? Something like that, yeah. Who was he with before? Uh, Anaheim. He was drafted by Anaheim and then played a year or two with Boston. Oh, that poor Pittsburgh. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one, Ethan's going to really like this one, Tyler Bertuzzi. He's, Fuck yeah. He's, Dude, he he's is gonna do great killing things. it. He is doing oh insane so far this season. He had, what, like I a just, four or five point game the other night? Yeah, I just he's, added he's him doing on fantasy. Yeah. So. yeah, he... He did okay last season, but dude, he's turned it up. He's doing insane. Big he's, time. He's going to do great things for Detroit this season. So for me, I have a bunch of young, uh, young guys. Okay. Very, very young guys uh, who haven't really officially set themselves in the league. But like, mo- mo- like most of you guys have. Uh, for my number five, I have uh, the goaltender on Florida, Spencer Knight. Uh, for me, number four, Cole Caulfield. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Number three, I, I feel like he can definitely step up more, you know, entering his third season in the NHL. Granted, it's, it's with Montreal, 
with the the shit start that they've had so okay. far. The one five that we've we've known so far. Uh, Nick Suzuki. Yeah, like Caulfield and Suzuki have been one of the good things one, with the, the nice one-two punch that Montreal does have. The Granted, two get, young guys too. Yeah, a, a nice bright future for Montreal. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you see possibly one of them wearing the C in the future, or at least an A in the future? Down down the road, yes. But at, at, oh, as of right now, no. He's actually but, he's actually one of my dark horses, and I will tell why once we get there. Okay. Uh, my number two, form, former Montreal Canadian, who scored Point against... Uh, <laughs> 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 who actually scored against his former team in one of their five losses this season. Kokinemi. Okay. Oh, Jesper Kokinemi. Yeah. Um, he could definitely have a breakout season with uh, Carolina this year. <clears throat> yeah. I hope with he that, has a breakout with, season. With, with this offensive firepower that... Carolina does have. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing that I noticed even from last season with how well Carolina did is they have a shit ton of offensive firepower. Yeah. Their, like, off- their offensive core runs deep. Like, like they, they can roll four lines even with like some of their top six guys be, being out. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they can roll four lines mm-hmm. and not have a problem with it. Yeah. And that, I feel like they're in the same boat as Arizona, though, as they just don't have really the defensive... Uh, firepower. Firepower. Yeah, they don't have that defensive wall, and that's why I think they didn't make it as far as I. W- I think we were all really wishing that they would have last year. So, my last one, y'all said him before, the number one pick from last year, Alex Lafreniere. Yeah, Laffy. I like Laffy. I Laffy really Taffy. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a dip- disappointing year last year. Yeah, CM. and he's. Definitely had a big improvement. Oh yeah, so, he, no he doubt. said it's been improving from last year so far, but let's see if he can continue on with what he can do. Because he was hyped up a yeah. lot last year, and then you guys are not about was... to agree with one my number five dark horse. <laughs> you guys <laughs> like, might not agree with any of mine. It's okay. Yeah, that's fine. So speaking of dark horses, uh, my number five dark horse, and who I'm really hoping has a has a breakout season. Taylor Hall. Okay. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. I've I always, I've loved, I've always, I've always liked Taylor, Taylor Hall. I've played Taylor I, Hall since he was with Edmonton. I really hope he has a breakout year this year. Because he's with Boston that. right now, isn't yes. he? Yeah. Yep. yeah, he's, I really hope. And then number four, moving down to Carolina, I said Mr. Warren Fogle. Okay. Former Erie Otter. Yeah. He is, is actually at Edmonton now. Oh, that's right. He got moved to Edmonton. Shit. Um... Regardless. Which, I, which is kind of nice to see him up there with McDavid. Yeah, McDavid, yeah. Oh, McDavid. my God. They're going to be killer. And then number killer. three got moved down to, so, I believe he got moved down to St. Louis, uh, Pavel Bujnevich. Yep. Okay. Louis, yeah. So, I'm again, I hope he has a good season with St. Louis. I mean, he was, he's always been super, super good. Uh, number two, Kyle Sedham already. Uh, Mr. Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah. I mean, he's probably been one of the best pickups that the Red Wings have had. Yeah. And then my number one is a player that's held a soft spot in my heart for many years now and is a former Red Wing himself, Mr. Anthony Mantha. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had to give the number one spot to Anthony Mantha because he did really, really well with uh, 
Washington last the, year. The last two weeks, three weeks of the season, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did really, really well. I with mean, them. both both teams have seemed like they've really benefited from that trade. Absolutely. Just it just sucks Verona's. that I would say it just sucks that Verona's out and for hope, yeah. for that time. So, all right, Jeff, you're um, number up. My number five, I actually have Toronto's goaltender Jack Campbell. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Since he rep- um, took over as the starting goaltender. Um, since Frederick Anderson left. Where's Frederick Anderson now? Carolina. Carolina. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Finally with the team. You know, yeah, yeah the he was trial. in that trade with Peter Morazic and. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Um. I, I don't know how Morazic's going to do up in. Up we'll in see. Well, he's hurt right now. So. Ripped in pepperonis, man. Yeah. Um, he was okay. He was the last, like, good goaltender for Detroit. <laughs> I mean, Bernier was all right, and Grice I don't know, Nikolvic's looking really good right now. He really Well, is. Bernier and Grice were okay. Um, and they're one last they goaltender. They, they got, you know, two wins per season. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Howard in his prime was amazing, though, man. He was. Like, he was. Jamie, Jamie I don't know Ward. what happened to him. Well, he, he kept playing with Detroit. That's why. Yeah. Um, My number four, I have Nick Letty of Detroit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was a very, very solid pickup for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Much needed defense, and he's, he can provide that for sure. And then... Um, Still not going to be enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for Seattle, I have Yanni Gord. Yeah. Yanni. Yeah. Yanni. Or Laurel. Um, and then... What? Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> gets it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And then he was already mentioned before. Um, Dane, Hi- Dane Hyatt. Hi, I don't know. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my Dayton dog. Yeah. Heinen. Yes, Dayton Heinen of Heinen? Pittsburgh. Dayton. Five hundred. Can we shut the fuck up and just get through this? No. No. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then I he's def I feel like he's gonna have a bounce back here. Johnny Taze of Chicago. Johnny yeah. Hockey. All right. But, <sighs> I don't know though. I, I Ethan's, feel like got, Ethan's got the unpopular opinion there. No, I, I I'm kind of feeling Ethan's vibes. Well, here. I just I I don't know. I mean, the, I, this did, I debated putting him on my list on both both my dark horse and my lookouts. I debated him. Yeah. No, I. As much as he is a good player, I just I don't think he's going to have it this season. He's going to be off he's, this I mean, he's season. Yeah, he's maybe. currently what the second longest serving captain. Yeah. Right behind Crosby. Roughly, I think so. So. Okay, that still doesn't mean that he ain't gonna have a dog shit season. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say that I, I believe that. For a reason. Here's the thing: I I gotta back up Ethan and what he's saying. I I see where he's going. Well, with taking a full, almost a full year off and more than a full year off, it's gonna be tough on everybody. I don't give a fuck who you I mean, are. But it, whether you you're the fucking Sidney Crosby of the league or whether you're the fucking you know Alexander Lafreniere of the, the league. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to have a rough season coming back. But I think that's going to work out in the benefit of Chicago as it's going to give the younger guys a chance to step up a little bit more. And maybe it's going to sound dumb when I say it, but I don't really care because most of the shit that I say on here sounds dumb when I say it. <laughs> but, no, no, in general. But, like, maybe, like, some of these young guys that are coming up and are going to actually have their chance to shine may look at might make the league look and go, maybe we are due for a captain change. Yeah. 
I think I mean, we can all know who it's going to go to if they take it away from Baze. Kane. It's, it's, I can guarantee it's going to go to Kane. Oh, yeah. It's going to go to Patrick Kane 100%. I mean, when, when was the last captain change? It was back in, what, 15 when they took San Jose took the uh, captaincy away from Jumbo Joe? Yeah. And then before then, you know, Dustin Brown was taken away from... Oh, no. It was taken away from Justin Brown to Anze Kopitar. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, saw, we saw two in the past decade... But Could this one be the third? Maybe. Well, we'll see. That's right. why I was kind of leaning more towards the unpopular opinion. It was because my, it might be, he may be in the same boat as somebody like Malkin. Where, yeah, he's got a lot of years in the league and he's got cups to prove it. Or a cup to prove it. They both have three. Taze and Malkin both have three. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, So, maybe they might realize, especially with a team who hasn't been in the playoffs in the last couple of years, maybe they might realize that Kane might be a better fit for the captain. Not saying that they're going to take Taves off but of the team. At the team. same time, Tay, I feel like Taves is going to be in the mindset mm-hmm. of the time to win is now, before mm-hmm. it's time to hang up his laces. He's, he's not getting any younger. Oh, no, he's not. But at the same time... It's, as I said, he's coming back off of a year of, what, COVID or injury or... health-related issues. So, is is he going to be the same Johnny Taves this season as he was when they were getting their cup runs and when they won their last cup? I don't think he's going to be that good. I'm personally... That's why he's... And I'm not trying to discredit Johnny Taves. I mean, he is a phenomenal player. He always has been. But... You know, to come off of a year-long, basically, injury hiatus and trying to jump right back into it and go right back as hard as he was when they were running for the Cup and when they won their last Cup, I think he is going to struggle just for the fact of age. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So, Time all right. Tell. I'll move on to my five. The number five, I have Aaron Ekvall, defenseman of the Panthers. Before leaving the season early last year due to leg injury, he was... Uh, on pace to have a 17 to 20 goal season. If he recovers quickly enough, do you guys think he can skate the blue line again? Yeah. Yeah. Sure he has, poten- has potential for sure. He can, uh, like yeah. not a, at the pace of pre-injury. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, number four, you guys might be surprised. I've ty- Tyler Sagan. He missed. Uh, he's the center of the stars, and he missed all but three games last year due to a hip injury. Will he be able to produce with the stars with a new hip? What do you guys uh, think? I think he will, and. He's another one of those players where I don't talk about him a whole lot, but I have a lot of respect for me what too. he has no, done. Me no, too. I don't. No pun intended, but I I don't think the stars have that much star power behind them to, no. to give sure. him that power that he needs. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, like, gr- granted, like Pavelski's good in his own sense. Jamie Brand is good in his own yeah. sense. But nobody can replace a star on Dallas, yeah. as in... Well, let me um, ask you this. While we're on the topic, can you see him asking for a trade in the next few, season or two? Depending yeah. how Dallas does. Well, they, and if, that if also... I never, if, I never if, know if they, Tyler Sagan uh, to be that kind of player that yeah. would me, ask. Hold, me hold, neither, but hold, hold on. still. If Dallas is going to be that team where they're going to consistently get a first round, <laughs> second round exit, and they do not see any progress, yes. Yeah. He's going to be the Austin Matthews... Of Dallas. Because, you know, Toronto's so great in getting out of the first round. But, like, he, he's going to be that that guy that's like, okay, I don't have many, uh, many years left in I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't really... God, this is so tough. Because they were 
Dallas used to be a team that I followed fairly heavily with the Red Wings. I don't even see them making it. If, if they make it to the Cup, it's going to be a wild card. If they even make it to the first round, it's going to be a wild card. I think I even said that a few weeks ago. Where in that central division, it's, it's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to yeah. be by uh, the the last day. You know, Dallas wins, and you know Chicago loses in the last day, and Dallas makes it by the the the, the, the fucking, skin of their teeth, yeah. by the hair in their fucking nutsacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, number three. This is where I was talking about Nick Suzuki. You know, center for the Canadians. And I was do, like I said, I like to do a little bit of research for my my top five. And Montreal was talking about they, they want to give Suzuki a little bit more responsibility this year with 22 points last season. Do you guys think he'll be able to handle more weight on his shoulders? He's another one young, ain't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah very. Like I, I feel under, like may, maybe if they baby step him into yeah. the, ba- the, the bigger britches, I guess you could say. Yeah. He can definitely be one of those players, one of those leaders on a, a Canadian yeah. team. Yeah. By, by the end of the season, him being second line. Second yeah. line, maybe first line by then, yeah. Yeah. By, by this time next season. Yeah. yeah. Number two, I have Darcy Kemper because he got moved to yeah. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And I said, how will he do with Colorado this season having a brand new set of skaters in front of him? We've seen from experience watching Colorado, hockey. Colorado had what, Groovy? Yeah. yeah. And then he's with uh, Seattle. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen our experience, and I know I've said this a lot, but goaltenders struggle with fresh feet. And we've been we're seeing, seeing that we're seeing a how lot flurry, this season. Going on flurry this season. So. Yeah, exactly, bad. exactly. And I know I've said it before, and I've been knocked down a few times for saying it, and it's starting to show. Yeah. And then my number one, you guys might hate me for this one. I have Jacob Markstrom of the Flames. After a year in Calgary, his numbers weren't, weren't really good. His goal on average was negative 4.09. And prior two seasons with a combined of 16.4, could he have a bounce back season? Do you guys think, think he so. could? You I guys do. think he could bounce yeah, back and possibly do. light a fire? No pun I mean, intended. Light a fire under. I think the, the last. I mean, he was he started damn near every single game the last two months of last season because how many injuries the Flames had? Yeah. How many goalies they traded away? Like he started like every single game like, yeah, the last, the like three four weeks of the season. That's kind of why I put him as my number one because just you know. Like I said, I was doing my research, and all my research I got was from like NHL.com. If any of the, our listeners are interested and they want to research more, you know, go have a field day. For my five dark horses, I got one veteran and then four four younger guys. A dark horse, I actually just swapped out my number five literally just a couple minutes ago when we found out that Matt Murray was injured. I had him as my number five dark horse. He, he knows when he's due for a bounce back season. I really think it's going to happen, but how? who knows how long this injury is going to last. So I just now swapped him out for Matt Zuccarello. Okay. okay. I can see him having a, a good season with Minnesota. He, yeah, I say he's Minnesota. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't, I'm really excited to see, you know, the, the jersey retirement of Lundquist with Zuccarello is going to be there with him, and that's going to be nice to see. But besides that, I mean, even when he was with New York, even with Minnesota, he still produced, he's been a really good player. Oh, he absolutely. Will be. And he's pretty consistent yeah. with his his. Having the young, a lot of young talent surrounding him, being Kirill Kaprizov and Jared Spurgeon, and you know all these other young guys that are showing a lot of potential. He he has potential to be a good player. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of what I was just saying with Ottawa and Matt Murray, I got Josh Norris. Okay. He's very again very young, a lot of talent in front of him, beside him, behind him. He, he I think he can be depends a lot of potential to be a top scorer over in Ottawa. Uh, number three, we were saying about Dallas just a couple minutes ago with Bobo. I got Dennis Garyanov okay. of Dallas. Him being 
Now, again, I, uh, Dark Horse Reasoning, not a lot of people have heard of him. He's not not, not one of the possession? first names he mentioned. He's a forward. He's, yeah, forward. He's not one, of, not one of the first players he mentioned when he talked about Dallas, but he did a lot. Of, he did pretty good last season. I think yeah. he put up like 20 to 30 points, so not amazing, but... That's that's decent. You know, yeah. For, for a, a no, kind of a nobody, no offense, he, you know, he, did, he did pretty solid. Uh, number two, going to be an unpopular opinion coming out of Buffalo, Victor Olofsson. He's due. He he's looking he's, he's looking he's been looking pretty good for Buffalo. You know, yeah. they, Buffalo's off well, to a decent that's, start. Well, that's not very hard to look good for <laughs> yeah. Buffalo. I can look they're, good they're for Buffalo. They're off to a decent start. He's, he's been one of the main reasons of that. He's Notice been pretty solid. Now but, I'm just but, saying, hey, man. I can look good for Buffalo because I'll be the Buffalo. <laughs> You're built like a Buffalo. <laughs> number, number one, Buffalo smash. Number one, you guys put him on your lookouts, but I put him on my dark horse just because of how bad to a start his team is off to. Cole Caulfield. On my dark horses. Okay. Just because of how terrible Montreal yeah. is looking right now, I feel like he can be a main reason of a bounce back and still potential Calder winner. Can I just say that notice how <coughs> Buffalo has started off somewhat decently now that Jack Eichel is gone? Yeah. <laughs> and not wearing the C no I'm more. just. Who is wearing the C? No one. No, they, have, they, they have three alternates right now, or two alternates. Okay. All right, I'll start it off. Uh, it's cool Steel City. Uh, Marcus Pedersen. Ooh. Uh, he's finally stepping up in, in replacement of Chris Tang. We yeah. had him in the COVID protocol. You know, obviously with his great night the other night against Toronto. One goal, three assists, four points. You know, was one of the top individuals in that game. So yeah. It was actually really funny. Paul texted me the other night. He goes, look, see, Penguins won without Chris Tang. I fucking told you so. <laughs> I, I had a buddy who I was, I was like, are you worried about them playing Toronto? I'm like, nah. Because no. with everyone out, I'm like, I'm not worried. Just imagine it in the first round again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four, his name has been thrown around a lot, a lot between the two. A rot? Yes. A rot? What yeah. are you, Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Between the two lists. I'm going to say him, say him, say him again. Jesus. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm having trouble with that. <laughs> it's, it's late. Okay, Those fears are getting to you. Shut the fuck up. It's late, all right? Uh-huh, that's your uh, Mr. Nick. Suzuki. Okay. Yeah. Suzuki. He was my dark horse. I know that. On number three with Beantown, uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, the bread man himself, Pavel Buchnevich. Enough. So, going back to Taylor Hall, as, as much as I, we all, and I hate Boston, he is one player that I really, really want yeah. to see succeed. Yeah. With, him, with whatever want, team he's with, I want to see him. I succeed. want to ask you a question. You guys call him the bread man. He's wheat or rye. Moving on to number one, Ethan, <laughs> you might love me for this, and I really, really want to see him after how not dirty his father was, but how gritty his father was. Uh, Mr. Tyler Bertuzzi. Fun fact, Tyler and Todd Bertuzzi are not related. Really? Really? Yeah. I thought they were. No, Tyler and Todd Bertuzzi are not related. Well, either I way- tra- I thought it was his dad at first, but no. It, I have confirmed. I think I confirmed it last season that uh, Todd Bertuzzi is, in fact, not Tyler's dad. Either way, I do want to see him have kind of like a breakout year. And he's already my- well on his way with it. Oh, yeah. And, and to continue with the pace that he's currently on would be phenomenal. I see him... And, and not, not have Detroit's... No. Not have one of Detroit scene scores. I not see, be not be named Dylan Larkin. Yeah. Which would I, I feel like push Detroit to the next level. 
Well, and I know he's still pretty young in the league, but I know me personally as a Red Wings fan, I would love to see him wear at least an A. Oh, that's what I was just yeah, saying. Correct I, me if I'm wrong, but he does not have an A yet, correct? No, does not, not correct. Because uh, who are the A's? Cl- Glenn Denning did, but he is now gone. I say Glenn Denning's out. Uh, hold on. Because he I'm had one, but he's now with... Somewhere. I can't remember who he went to. I want to say Dallas. I don't know. I can't I just, I remember a scene. Oh, that's right. So many moves happened. It's, uh, because I got super excited because uh, one of their A's came out of retirement for this. Uh, it's Mark Stahl and Danny DeKaiser. Okay. Right. Dude, I cannot tell you how happy that I am that Danny DeKaiser is back in a Red Wing sweater. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Does it make you like a kid in a candy store or a kid in a toy store? Yes. 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 <laughs> no, like, Danny had, he was legendary with the Red Wings for many, many years. I mean, he was playing along Big Z, or, uh, he was playing along Z, uh, Larkin in his rookie years, you know, he he was playing with Mantha, he was playing with Glenn Denning, you know. He so, played... so, Denny DeKaiser in Detroit would be, to compare us to Penguins fans, that'd be like either like a Tyler Kennedy or Pascal Dubuis coming out of retirement kind of thing. Like those guys that played for so long and did yeah. so many great things I, for so long. I about shit my pants last season when I saw that Danny DeKaiser was coming out of retirement to play back <laughs> for the Red Wings. I was so hyped for that. And I still am. And I really hope that he can have, he has no problem getting back in the skates and uh, getting back out there kicking ass yeah. and taking names. So It's exciting for Detroit. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, imagine that. Larkin is captain. And then the two A's being the Kaiser and Bertuzzi. Oh, that's gonna be pretty nice. The, the only only thing that reminded uh, the cop reminded me of is. And that's a goal from Tyler. He was quite young when he retired. He was only what thirty when he retired. Not even. Kennedy. He's very don't. young. He's still young. Like he's, I believe he's still under forty. So he could come back and play another two seasons if if he felt the need to. Or felt I actually the, don't the even to. know how old. Thirty-five. He was born July fifteenth, nineteen eighty-six. Kennedy. Kennedy. Wow, I was a, I was a little over too. Yeah, DeKaiser's thirty-one. Well, because I, I knew I knew Kennedy was very young when he retired. But Dupuy, on the other hand, he is he was getting older. I know he's probably pushing mid forties. I could be wrong. Uh, Tyler Kennedy announced his retirement from uh, pro hockey on January third, twenty seventeen. So he was yeah. Wow. Uh, Oh, so it, uh, he finished playing his NHL career with 89 goals and 215 points in 527 games, as well as one Stanley Cup win in 2009. So I was actually wrong. Danny DeKaiser did not retire. I thought he retired with the Red Wings. So he was drafted in 2013 uh, to the Wings, and then they almost immediately taxi-squatted him. He played, like, a full season with them, or, like, season and a half, and they taxi-squatted him until now. Um, which is kind of what they did to Evgeny Svechnikov, too, yeah. is they taxi-squatted him at the beginning of the season, which, in my opinion, is about the dumbest fucking move that they could have made. Well, it is also Detroit. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. All right, and that'll do it for this week's episode of the Bug Posters Podcast. Uh, obviously, tune in to Facebook, Spotify, 
uh, Twitter, whatever. Uh, TikTok. What, 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 whatever the heck social media you want to use. Uh, if you haven't already, ring that bell on Spotify to let, let you guys know whenever we do upload our weekly episodes or bi-weekly episodes, whatever we want to do, uh, to, to the platform. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... Hope you guys enjoy it as always. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, guys. See Peace. ya. Go dye Peace your hair. Is.